Welcome to episode 31 of the Fantasy Aces Podcast. This is the Fantasy Aces Podcast. Hey guys, welcome back to the Fantasy Aces Podcast. Uh, just after the Christmas break, sitting here through the internet talking to Mac, getting you guys ready for final week of the NFL regular season. Mac, how you doing? Uh, I'm doing not bad. My voice has been better, but uh, all in all, I'm riding uh, some wins off last week, going into the final regular season week this week, looking to, to win that million-dollar prize. How about you? How are you doing, Igor? Ah, I'm doing good. Um, other than my balance in DraftKings, I'm doing well. <laughs> how's, uh, how's your balance after last week? Um, so I've already made three lineups for tomorrow. I did uh, three entries, three $3 entries. So I have um, 12 cents left in my balance. Nice. <laughs> yeah, nice. so I'm going all in. What about you? Um, I am going all in as well this week. I have 57 cents currently left as balance after putting three $20 contest entries in for tomorrow and then two $3 contest entries in for tomorrow. Um, I'll probably use up 50 of those 57 cents entering just uh, sometimes I'll like to enter those, those dime packages or those 25 centers. Uh, just yeah. doing like really weird like lineups like one where it's all the super high-end running backs and like low receivers or stuff like that just like fiddling around and having fun but, but yeah I'm, I'm going all in as well yeah I think uh, we could both use it <laughs> yeah yeah I think so I'm, I'm feeling it though this week I'm feeling the energy I like it that's good that's good so, I'm not but <laughs> we'll see no <laughs> No, man, I haven't uh, felt can, it all year. Oh, you can, you just got to feel it this last week and then you'll be good. That's all that matters. Yeah. yeah. So, but, um, but yeah, how'd, uh, so how'd you end up doing last week though? Um, I think I, like I won, nine, basically I won enough to get my three contests for tomorrow like I won nine bucks between uh Sunday and I entered a showdown on Monday mm -hmm. and, uh, yeah I was just I'm just in desperation mode so I don't remember my lineups because I've been uh I don't know kind of neglecting it but yeah I've <laughs> All my all my eggs are in tomorrow's basket. That's that's how you gotta do it. Sometimes you gotta risk it to get the biscuit. So I'm uh, yeah, I'm not against that opportunity, especially realistically. Like I know DFS will still go in through the playoffs, but I'm not a huge fan of playing DFS in the playoffs. Um, no. No, just like some weeks it's not bad. For a few weeks it's not bad. Um, but after that, it starts getting your pool smaller. Um, you can kind of, you, it's a lot easier to see kind of what's going to happen to a certain sense. Like 
you know the guys that are gonna be the ones getting the touches like you know how kind of the game script's gonna go it's just dependent on whether they're successful at it or not so usually if you have a good lineup there's a lot of other people with a very very similar lineup in the last few weeks of it so maybe the first few weeks i will but last few weeks i won't so i'm going all in now because may as well and then uh, maybe do a little like a little funk a few contests in the first few weeks but other than that I gotta you gotta win now because otherwise for me my main DFS plays are up until till the next season so yeah exactly but but yeah uh we'll see uh we'll see how tomorrow goes I'm feeling it I think you need to feel it too because I think we're gonna have a, a massive weekend I so, hope you're right I really hope you're right <laughs> but uh but anyways i got stack corner ready you want to dive into it yeah fire away and then uh we'll okay. get picks after yeah sounds good so starting with stack corner we've got packers at lions the packers have given up the 29th most fantasy points to quarterbacks 25th to receivers 9th to running backs 14th to tight ends and 28th to team defenses the lions have given up the sixth most fantasy points to quarterbacks sixth to receivers fourth to running backs 20th to tight ends, and 12th to team defenses. After that, we've got the Jets at Bills. So the Jets have given up the 15th most fantasy points to quarterbacks, 8th most to receivers, 12th most to running backs, 29th most to tight ends, and 3rd most to team defenses. The Bills have given up the 31st most fantasy points to quarterbacks, 29th to receivers, 20th to running backs, 28th to tight ends, and 19th to team defenses. Then we've got the Dolphins at the Patriots. The Dolphins have given up the second most fancy points to quarterbacks, second most receivers, eighth to running backs, 12th to tight end, and fifth to team defenses. The Patriots have given up the 32nd most fancy points to the quarterbacks, receivers, and running back positions, 26th most to both the tight end and team defense positions. So the Bears at Vikings follow that. So the Bears have given up the 26th most fantasy points quarterbacks, 28th to receivers, 17th to running backs, 6th to tight ends, and 18th to team defenses. The Vikings have given up the 24th most fantasy points quarterbacks, 7th most to receivers, 22nd most to running backs, 25th to tight ends, 27th to team defenses. Then we have the Chargers at the Chiefs. So the Chargers have given up the 27th most fantasy points quarterbacks, 30th to receivers, 14th to running backs, 24th to tight ends, and 11th to team defenses. The Chiefs have given up the 21st most fantasy points quarterbacks, 31st to receivers, 5th to running backs, 5th to tight ends, and 29th most to team defenses. So then we've got the Browns at the Bengals. So the Browns have given up the 25th most fantasy points quarterbacks, 24th to receivers, 12th to running backs, 11th to tight ends, and 15th to team defenses. The Bengals have given up the ninth most fantasy points to quarterbacks, 21st to receivers, 7th most to running backs, 18th to tight ends, and the most to team defenses. The Saints at Panthers. Saints have given up the 11th most fantasy points to quarterbacks, 4th to receivers, 27th to running backs, 22nd to tight ends, and 31st to team defenses. The Panthers have given up the 22nd most fantasy points to quarterbacks, 9th most to receivers, the most fancy points to running backs, 31st most tight ends, and 4th most to team defenses. The Falcons at Buccaneers. So the Falcons have given up the 7th most fancy points to quarterbacks, 17th to wide receivers, 21st to running backs, 15th to tight ends, and 14th to team defenses. 
The Buccaneers have given up the eighth most fancy points to quarterbacks, the most fancy points to receivers, 30th most fancy points to running backs, ninth most to tight ends, and the second most team defenses. After that, we've got the Colts at Jaguars. So Colts have given up the 13th most fancy points to quarterbacks, 11th to receivers, 24th to running backs, 13th to tight ends, 23rd to team defenses. The Jaguars have given up the 12th most fancy points to quarterbacks, 20th to receivers, 2nd most to running backs, 17th most to tight ends, and 8th most to team defenses. After, we've got the Eagles at Giants. So the Eagles have given up the 17th most fancy points to quarterbacks, 5th most to receivers, 26th to running backs, 30th to tight ends, and 22nd to team defenses. The Giants have given up the 4th most fancy points to quarterbacks, 3rd to receivers, 19th to running backs, 19th to tight ends, and 6th most to team defenses. The Cardinals have given uh, Cardinals at Rams coming up after that. So the Cardinals have given up the most fancy points to quarterbacks, tenth to receivers, tenth to running backs, the most to tight ends, and thirteenth most to team defenses. The Rams have given up the twentieth most fancy points to quarterbacks, nineteenth to receivers, eighteenth to running backs, twenty-first to tight ends, and seventeenth to team defenses. The Steelers at Ravens. So the Steelers have given up the twenty-eighth most fancy points to quarterback, twenty-third to receivers. 29th to running backs, 23rd to tight ends, and 10th most team defenses. The Ravens have given up the 30th most fantasy points quarterbacks, 16th to wide receivers, 28th to running backs, 32nd most to tight ends, and 32nd most team defenses. After that, we've got the Titans at Texans. So the Titans have given up the 16th most fantasy points quarterbacks, 13th to receivers, 13th to running backs, 7th to tight ends, and 21st to team defenses. The Texans have given up the fifth most fancy points quarterbacks, 14th to receivers, 6th to running backs, and 10th to tight ends. The Raiders at Broncos. So the Raiders have given up the third most fancy points quarterbacks, 12th to receivers, 11th to running backs, 8th to tight ends, and 24th to team defenses. The Broncos have given up the 14th most fancy points quarterbacks, 26th to receivers, 25th to running backs, 16th to tight ends, and 16th to team defense. The Redskins at Cowboys after that. So the Redskins have given up the 10th most fancy points to quarterbacks, 18th to receivers, 3rd to running backs, 4th to tight ends, and 7th most to team defenses. The Cowboys have given up the 19th most fancy points to quarterbacks, 27th most to receivers, 16th to running backs, 3rd most to tight ends, and 30th most to team defenses. So that'll be it for the Sunday main slate. And then for the Sunday primetime, we've got 49ers at Seahawks. So 49ers have given up the 23rd most fancy points to quarterbacks, 22nd to wide receivers, 31st to running backs, 27th to tight ends, and 25th to team defenses. The Seahawks have given up the 18th most fancy points to quarterbacks, 15th most fancy points to receivers, 15th to running backs, 2nd most to tight ends, and 9th most to team defenses. Oof. That is Stat Corner. That was a that was a real mouthful. It was a lot. Um, what are your thoughts on Buffalo? Um, they're locked into the number five seed. They can't move up yeah. and they can't move down. That's, Think uh, that's the a starters are playing. Thing. What? See, that's the thing. That's a big thing. I was looking at this like today with a lot of uh, some of these teams so like you've got philadelphia and tennessee um both are in playoff spots both are still fighting and then you've got like dallas pittsburgh and oakland 
they're not in a playoff spot, but they're still alive. Um, but yeah, then you got teams like Buffalo that are, are sitting guys, um, or like that could sit guys because they have no ability to move. Um, like Baltimore's already announced they're sitting guys because they have nowhere to move. Um, even some of the teams not in playoffs are sitting guys like the Rams and, and Chargers, stuff like that. Like there's a lot of teams that it might be interesting to see how it goes, and it's a risk next week or like tomorrow on, on how it goes. Because all of a sudden, if a team like Buffalo, let's say, is up a lot, or if they're getting blown out, they're probably just going to sit guys for yeah. the rest of the game. So, granted, if they're up a lot, you most likely got fancy points out of them. But if for some reason the, they're up by 14 because their defense is keeping the Jets at bay and it's halfway through the game, there's a chance they sit guys. Because yeah. they would rather, um, and I know it's, I know they haven't announced anyone sitting yet, but there is a chance because of the fact that there's no need. Like you play some of your, yeah, it's it's great, like good chance that you win the game, but all of a sudden John Brown goes goes down, and yeah, exactly, he's out two weeks with a concussion or. Like stuff like that, or you got Josh Allen maybe breaks a hand, or like stuff like that. Like you've got to risk, and if you're Buffalo, you're, in my opinion, not deep enough to be risking losing some of your guys. Yeah, so. that's where I'm torn because there's a part of me that also thinks that like you want to come into playoffs, um, riding some sort of momentum. Like Buffalo's playing at home, like this would be you know, their only home game. Um, unless, yeah, like, I don't think they can ever have a home game in playoffs. Um, like, that's where, like, I, I think they are going to play the starters, and I think they'll play the whole game. But, yeah, I see what you mean. Like, if somebody gets hurt, that's that's bad. Yeah, that's, that's real bad for a team like Buffalo. Like, I like, like, I agree with you 100%, the riding momentum into the playoffs. That's why, granted, um, New Orleans, they're playing for positioning, but they're, they've said, like, they're going all out because they want to ride uh, momentum into the, the postseason. Yeah. Um, and, like, there are other teams that, same thing, like, there's a good chance, even though the, the chances of them moving, uh, I think, if at all, um, the Patriots, like, there's a good chance, like, Edelman's playing. Brady's playing. Um, Sony Michelle's looking to play as long as his questionable tag comes off. I can yeah. all those guys riding momentum into oh, yeah, the playoffs like, as the, well. The so the Pats, like they have to win tomorrow. If they yeah. lose and the Chiefs win, like they lose home field um in the second round and they lose that yeah, first round by. So like they're playing. Yeah, I couldn't remember with the Pats if they were fighting for anything like that. But even then, still, like, they're they're playing to win that. But even if they're up, they're probably not going to sit, guys. Unless yeah, if the game starts getting real, real chintzy. Um, I agree. But, like, yeah, like, for teams like Buffalo, like, I like, like, John Brown's matchup this week. I like Josh Allen's matchup this week. I don't like... Like, off paper, I don't like the actual elements that are going into it of, oh, hey, John Brown could get a touchdown, 
be 60 yards in. Sure, not a horrible fantasy day, but then if they're like, yeah, we're going to sit Josh Allen and Josh Brown because we're up a couple touchdowns, then all of a sudden it's like, oh, okay, now now that good fantasy day ends up as all of a sudden done a not great fantasy day because they don't play a quarter or two quarters or or stuff like that. So, uh, yeah, it's tough. I don't know. It's it's an interesting this week because some of the best plays um, are going to be from the teams that are fighting or teams that are actually out of the playoffs. Yeah. Um, because there are quite a few matchups that out of the playoffs where they want to ride momentum into the offseason as opposed to the playoffs. Um, so I like teams doing that. But yeah, it will be interesting because of the, the volatility you'll see in guys starting to get sit partway through games tomorrow so yeah exactly but, but yeah i don't know i personally i'm i'm laying off buffalo especially oh that's a strategy i'm not following no no i've got at least one buffalo bill in uh in all three of my lineups um you do eh yeah Ooh, that's uh, that's risky. I mean, one out of like one player from Buffalo, not bad. Especially if like like I said, like they currently it's looking like both them down, uh, like are gonna play and like all their guys are gonna play. So if yeah. they want, if they unless if they're getting blown out by the Jets, which I don't see that happening either, then there's a good chance that they at least put up some fancy points before they sit. So, yeah. So I'm going to keep an eye on it to see what happens if there's any, like, last-minute news and lineups, then I'll tweak accordingly. But uh, for now, I'm sticking with what I've got. Okay, what uh, what do you have for lineups? Okay, I got three lineups for tomorrow. Um, I'm going to go through them quick. There there are quite a few similarities. in all three lineups. So it'll be pretty easy to see who I'm looking at. Um, Lineup one, I've got Tom Brady at quarterback, Miles Sanders and DeAndre Washington at running back. Um, My wide receiver slots, I've got John Brown, Tyrell Williams, and Nikhil Harry. In my tight end slot, I've got Dallas Goddard. Flex position, I've got Julio Jones. And I've got the Chiefs defense um, rounding that one out. My second lineup, I've got Josh Allen, James White, DeAndre Washington, Keenan Allen, Cole Beasley, Nikhil Harry, Dallas Goddard, Saquon Barkley in my flex, and the Cowboys defense. Um, this is my most interesting lineup. This this third one coming up here. So I've got Robert Griffin the third in quarterback. He's starting tomorrow. Yeah, he is. Miles Sanders and Devin Singletary at running back. AJ yeah. Brown 
Greg Ward and Nikhil Harry at wide receiver. Dallas Goddard at tight end. Aaron Jones in my flex. And the Chiefs defense um, to wrap that one up. So I've got Harry and Goddard in every single one of my lineups. Um, Edelman is a little banged up. So Harry has been um, developing quite a good chemistry with Brady. And Goddard is getting the start over Zach Ertz, who is not playing. And the Eagles are fighting for a playoff spot. So I think Mm -hmm. Goddard could see a lot of volume. Yeah, I really like uh, I really like the Goddard play, um, especially this week. In my honest opinion, he is pretty much the only tight end I trust putting into my lineups. Um, like you said, Philly's fighting for a playoff spot. Um, Ertz is out. You got Eglor possibly out. Like you've got a banged up receiver core for Philadelphia as is. Um, I think Ward, I think Sanders, and I think Goddard are going to be very, very key players in that game. Um, And especially for Goddard, compared to the other guys that are possible to play this weekend. Um, Like, you're looking at guys like Higby. Great guy, good lineup. Chance he sits, because the Rams have already, like, released that they're most likely sitting people. um, As they have nothing to play for. Um, Travis Kelsey's an option. I don't love the matchup, but it's an option, and but he's expensive, so it's tough. Hunter Henry, not a bad option, but downside is same thing. Chargers potentially have guys sitting, guys out, um, and they aren't fighting for anything either. Um, Jared Cook is an option, but I don't love his matchup. He's very touchdown dependent as well. Um, and then you've got Austin Hooper, and he's not bad, but it's debatable whether that game's going to turn out into the shootout that it potentially could, or if it's going to be kind of a a middle scoring game, and Julio Jones sees majority of the touches. So yeah, it's a. Uh, I I really like the Goddard play. I think he's pretty much the only tight end that you can trust putting into your lineup going into this weekend. Yeah. yeah, Those are my picks. Nice. Nice. I like them. I like your picks quite a bit. Um, I don't know how I feel about the Buffalo picks, but, uh, but I like the rest. I think you're playing on to the right matchups. Um, and I, I do, I do really like your lineups and I'm feeling your lineups quite a bit. Um, I think RG three gets me, 25 points. I think that's a bold play. I tried to play it. Uh, I tried to do it last week with Will Greer or whatever his name is. Mm-hmm. Um, it did not work out, but granted, RG3 is a better quarterback. He was a top-end quarterback when he was drafted. Minus his knee, he arguably is. Still a, a fairly capable quarterback. Um, and yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if if you do see that, that, uh, that kind of matchup for him, play into his hand. Um, 
Yeah. The the Steelers want to try and win, but uh, I don't see them really being able to. Um, And I think the downside is if Tennessee wins and Pittsburgh wins, Tennessee's still getting the spot. So I think Pittsburgh being down a few guys, not really having the confident offense they need to. Um, I'm facing the Ravens D. I like... I do like RG3 in that, too. So that could be a bold pick that pays off. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Yeah. So, okay. I'm going to go over my lineups here and uh, and let you let you hear what the winning lineups sound like. Sure. So uh, my first lineup, I've got Ryan Tannehill in as quarterback. I've got uh, Ezekiel Elliott in for my running back, as well as Alvin Kamara in as a running back. I've got Steve Sims out of Washington in as my receiver. Greg Ward in as a receiver as well. And then Justin Watson out of Tampa in to round out my receivers. Um, For my tight end slot, like I said, Dallas Goddard. I've got Darius Slayton in my flex. And then the Cowboys defense to round out that lineup. For my second lineup, I've got Carson Wentz in as quarterback. Uh, L. And again, as running back, Marlon Mack had a good week last week, facing another porous run defense in Jacksonville this week. Um, I've got A.J. Brown in as a receiver. Darius Slayton again, same as Greg Ward in as my receivers. Dallas Goddard, once again, tight end. I've got Sony Michelle in as my flex. He is listed as questionable, so I will have to keep an eye in on that. Um, and then I've got Arizona Cardinals in as my defense. I don't love them. I don't think they're the greatest play, but if the Rams do start sitting more and more guys, uh, quite possibly it's just going to be the Rams saying, okay, we're done. We're, we're calling it this year. So um, Arizona could get a few interceptions off some backup QBs, uh, shut them down for points, and, and then all of a sudden they have a pretty solid, solid fantasy day. Uh, so yeah. then that one as well. And, um, Third line, we've got Tom Brubeck. I think he is going to have his first truly fantasy week of the season when it comes to DFS. Uh, I've got Alvin Kamara in again as a running back. I've got DeAndre Washington in as a running back. Um, Because especially with Oakland still kind of fighting for a spot there. At Jacobs being out, I like his option. Uh, I got Julio Jones in as a receiver. Steve. Sims in again as a receiver. Darius Slayton, once again. Uh, Dallas Goddard in as my tight end. I've got Kareem Hunt in as my flex. And then I've got the Cardinals defense in again rounding out that line. So those are my lineups for the week. And I am feeling them. I like the, uh, the both of us went triple Goddard on uh, tight end. I, I honestly, I don't think you can go anything else. Like, for me, if I were to go anywhere else, I would look at because I know there's quite a few, like the Giants have two tight ends out, stuff like that. So like I'd look at possibly slotting in one of those guys because you're most likely getting someone cheap. But the yeah. only way I'm put, putting in anyone else other than Dallas Goddard in this weekend is if I'm somehow saving two to three grand salary, which yeah, exactly. I don't think you can do and 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 see a guy that you're realistically gonna think to get at least like nine to 12 fantasy points um, yeah because then at that point you you may as well have goddard and then 
not uh, not put money uh, elsewhere and, and kind of spend up on that position to get the guy that's worth getting. So Yeah. I like to see yeah. Sims play also. I'm going to keep an eye out on him um, to potentially hot swap some of my Buffalo Bills players out to get him in yeah. um, and see what I can shuffle around there. But like I said, I'll keep an eye, keep an eye out on my portion of the uh, Bills players and see what I do from there. Yeah, I would I would definitely take a look. Uh, there's I don't know if they're going to sit him pre-game, like put him on an inactive list. I also wouldn't be surprised if they do. Um, if they don't even bother putting him in the game um and they're just kind of playing coy until then um but yeah i would definitely look the one thing i like about steve sims uh haskins is out um i don't love case keenum but i think he is a bit of a better quarterback short term than haskins i think haskins would be a better quarterback long term for washington but um mclaurin's out he's been ruled out with concussions so sims is a top end not a top end, but a number one wide receiver on his team for forty seven hundred bucks on DraftKings. Yeah. In a matchup that granted the Cowboys are pretty tough against the receiving positions, but uh the Cowboys are gonna be focused on, on winning the game through Ezekiel Elliott. So um I I do like the Sims Sims pick because Washington most likely is going to get a touchdown or two, and it's going to have to come through someone, and I think it's going to be Sims. They really don't have a whole lot of other options going into tomorrow. So, Okay, well, you talked me into it. I swapped my <laughs> uh, one of my lineups. So yeah. I swapped my first lineup. Um, so it used to have Josh Allen as my QB, and can't remember who was my wide receiver Cole Beasley yeah Cole Beasley um and now that lineup is Aaron Rodgers James White DeAndre Washington Keenan Allen Sims Jr. Nikhil Harry Dallas Goddard Saquon Barkley and the Cowboys defense you talked me into it it. and I think that's the right choice I like it I like the Cowboys defense and that I also do like I know you have them in a couple of your lineups I really do like Nikhil Harry this weekend. Um, I might swap him in some more lineups. Um, we'll see if I if I get some of these buy-ins from uh, all the losers in our league. Maybe I'll dump some more money on DraftKings. But uh, I like Nikhil Harry because I think if Edelman isn't 100% and, um, and they're playing well enough that they don't need him out there as much, I think they're going to lean on, on Harry more. I think they're going to yeah. want to try and keep Edelman as healthy as possible for playoffs. Yes, they want to win the game. So if they're on track to win it, um, it's going to start going to Nikhil Harry. So I like that pick a lot as well. I think that could be um, a, a boomer, like not a boomer bust, but that could be a big boom, boom pick of the week. So, yeah, agreed. But, yeah, that's, uh, that's about all I have. You have anything else you want to touch on? That's all I got, too. Get us out of here. Sounds good. So, as always, guys, thanks for listening to the Fancy Aces podcast. And we like to remind you guys to play smart, play fun, um, and uh, enjoy yourselves. 
in this Week 17 pre-playoffs matchup. Um, yeah, and as always, guys, come in second place because we're looking to finish first. And we're out, bitches. <laughs>